5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. 14 after 8, we revealed in Breaking Eight a number of weeks ago now that there was a great deal of consternation in among Stephen Marshall's backbench over the Liberal Party's land tax policy. Uh, the full extent of that is today being revealed. Sam DeLook has written an op-ed in The Advertiser and Federal Liberal Senator Alex Antic has written a letter to Stephen Marshall in which he says he's deeply concerned about the impact that the land tax proposal will have on our state's economic future. Senator Antic's on the line now. Senator, what is the impact that all, this tap policy will have on South Australia's economic future? Well, good morning, guys. And, and look, uh, I, I, can I say from the outset that um, I, the letter I've pinned to the, the Premier is, um, is at its base um, a letter of, uh, I guess, um, you know, congratulations for getting to this point so far and concern about where we're heading with, the, with these land tax reforms being proposed. Now, ostensibly, um, this government's doing a good job. We've seen a lot of that. We've seen payroll tax being reduced. We've seen uh, projects getting announced lots of interaction with the federal government. But what I'm hearing out there uh, amongst stakeholder groups such as the Property Council, Business SA, is that there is a significant amount of concern about what's been proposed in the budget in relation to land tax reform. Um, it's a complicated area and it's, and it's variable between different states. But in its essence, there are two major competing interests here and they are the issue of aggregation, which is probably the most contentious of all of them, and, and what this is seeking to do is to ch fundamentally change the landscape of how land tax is assessed. When you combine that with the revaluations that are going on with the value of general, we're talking about significant money that's projected to come out of the community uh, and back into taxation coffers. Now, um, at the end of the day, that's an issue which is going to streak right across the community, not just the big end of town, not just the intermediate end of town. A lot of mum and dad investors are going to be hit. Um, and this state is starting to get some some momentum, you know, it's been described as the next turnaround state after Tasmania and I think all of the policy settings that we've got are good and we're going in the right direction but what I'm concerned is about is that what I'm hearing out there on the street is that this runs the risk of halting its track. So that message, I think, uh, is one which has got to get across. Uh, you know, from a, from a federal point of view, I, I accept that this is basically a matter for state parliament but, you know, as I said in the letter, I was, I was elected very recently to speak for mm. South Australia and this is an issue which could drain well, capital out of the state. Treasurer Rob Lucas says you don't understand the policy. What do you say yeah. to him? Well, look, I, you know, I mean, Rob, Rob, I've got a lot of respect for Rob, and Rob's done a, done a great job over the years and is a very experienced politician. I, I do understand the policy, though, and I certainly don't seek to you know, get into a debate with Rob publicly about that, but I do. Um, the, the confusion, perhaps, uh, surrounds the, the manner in which this is going to roll out. What's being proposed is an overall reduction in land tax over a course of very many years, I think, culminating in 2027, 2028. Now, the reduction at the top end and in the middle of the land tax reform ultimately is projected to reduce the overall burden. But in that time frame, we may well see people going broke, you know, money getting drained out of the economy. I had just yesterday a small business owner say to me, look, I was going to buy a building for my business. I've got another uh, arm of that business in Victoria. I'm just going to take the money and go over there. And that's what we don't want mm. to see. We don't want to see capital leaving this state. So, Senator, not trying to put words in your mouth, but reading the sentence in your letter, with the benefit mm. of the federal election campaign <clears throat> fresh in our minds, it strikes me as unconscionable that our party would seek to prosecute an argument for an increase in land tax. What you're basically saying there is that Stephen Marshall and Rob Lucas have done a bill short, aren't you? 
No, look, no, I'm not. Look, what I'm, I guess that, that, that phrase or that paragraph was taken without the benefit of the preceding paragraph. And what I'm saying there is I've just spent um, months and months on end out talking to people in the community, and the number one issue that kept coming up all over the state was the retiree tax, you know, the removal of the franking credits issue. Um, we fought on the right side of that argument, uh, and which was, you know, to, to make sure that there was money in people's pockets, not, not in government. This strikes me as very much... The opposite. Now, we are, at the end of the day, the party of Sir Robert Menzies, the party of small government and low taxes, and that's where our policy position should be. Mm. South Australian seller Alex Antic, thank you for joining us. Uh, the CEO of Business SA and former Lord Mayor Martin Hayes, he's called in. Martin, good morning to you. Morning, Will. Good morning, David. You would have just heard the Senator talking there, Martin. Are these concerns that you share yourself and Business SA shares? Well, more importantly, the members of Business SA share these concerns. We've done some surveying and got a fairly loud and clear response from many Business SA members. Now, taking into account, of course, those members are principally small to medium-sized businesses. They don't all own property, but they also, of course, lease property. And they're worried about these costs being passed on through rent reviews and um, reductions in incentives when they do sign a new lease. So there's a flow-through effect here. There's also a flow-through effect to everyone in terms of people who do fit-outs of commercial premises, you name it, it goes on and on and on. What we're suggesting is the timing of this is ill-conceived because the, the revaluations which are happening right across the state, and there's only been three local government areas which have been revalued thus far. There's many more to go. Mm is that that hasn't even yet been quantified in terms of what that means in terms of a dollar value for state government revenues. So to have these things happening concurrently, I think it's very fair to say business is concerned. And there's one thing that business can't tolerate, and that is uncertainty. They will stop investing. They will stop employing. This This is quite a serious matter. Okay, Martin Hazy, the CEO of Business SA, thank you for calling in. Martin Hazy is right. I don't know a single industry group around town that thinks this is a good idea. Mm. I know the Master Builders Association have got very grave misgivings about it. Um, so yeah, but you know, I, I, I'm the small government pro business guy. But let's be honest: has there ever been a revenue measure that's going to affect business that they've all come out and said this is excellent? Well, no. <laughs> but they don't expect it from the Liberal Party, <laughs> which seems which is an interesting quirk in this whole thing. And Alex Antic did clearly the clear message from that paragraph is you did you've done a shorten mm. you've done a shorten yep. you've changed the rules without telling anybody. I think this is going to be a fascinating story to see how it progresses. As Stephen Marshall said to us earlier this week, with the impish grin on his face, he couldn't reveal anything before they've officially introduced legislation surrounding this. Mm. But he said they're very much treating this like a consultation period. Now, if they're listening they'll be hearing a lot of angry voices. And mm. I suspect it will be a, a different-looking kind of a implementation when it comes to pass. Yeah, yeah. Or we might even go further and, you know, stand in front of the Thebiton Theatre to announce that not only has land tax been saved, but uh, the Thebby's been saved as well. Quite possibly. Uh, clean up his dance card completely. Check the weather app. Activate my base shield. Order a pizza. And save a galaxy on the brink of war as forces vie for control of the Alpha and Beta Quadrants. Download Star Trek Fleet Command today. Join millions of players and forge alliances, defeat your enemies, and build an epic fleet to dominate the galaxy. Download Star Trek Fleet Command free on the App Store or Google Play. 
Star Trek Fleet Command. You have the con.